thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for downloading Sporgy for free on iTunes or from ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate Sporgy five stars on iTunes and help to tell others about Sporgy by leaving a comment. Thank you for following Sporgy on Twitter at Sporgy Podcast and on Instagram at Sporgy underscore podcast. Please follow Sporgy on Facebook to like and share Sporgy. You can also email the show. The address is Sporgy at ChristopherMedia.net. If you would like to donate to Sporgy, you can click on the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at ChristopherMedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Sporgy. If you are looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you're helping to support Sporgy. We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. TheBroBasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? Their favorite alcohol, that's what. It could be craft beer, wine, whiskey, scotch, or tequila. TheBroBasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies. You can customize your own bro basket or choose from a variety of different bro baskets, like the Ultimate Import Sampler, the Jack and Coke gift set, or the Junior Executive gift basket. Boozeless, but still cool, bro baskets are also available. TheBroBasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over, please. State and local laws apply. Beer, wine, and liquor are not available for shipping in all states. You can help to support Christopher Media by clicking through the BroBasket.com banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Men used to be hard to shop for. TheBroBasket.com Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Ridge. Welcome to Sporty number, we're going to call it 15.2. Because there's an episode that, well, I'd like to say it got recorded and got lost, but nope, it never got recorded. Miscommunication. It's, it's just the it's lost, lost episode. Yeah, it's just yeah, the lost lit- episode. Literally, like, it ain't coming back. There's no saving it. It was re- Rich and I yammered on for two hours, and <laughs> the record button had not been hit. So, what are you going to do? We're going to do 15.2. That's what we're going to do. Uh, well, we've already said our names, so we'll say them again. I'm Chris. Rich. The real bummer about that being lost is uh, we lost our picks for opening week and week two. Did we lose our picks for week two as well? No, we have week two logged in our little. Uh, our, thanks to thanks to Mark Zuckerberg, we got week we were, two because we're recording late. Yes, we're recording this on Wednesday night. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so. but uh, no. I, well, we, we'll I, get to that later, but yeah, our, our week one picks might be a little bit off, so you might have to give us a, a, a mulligan on that one. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go through the games, and I, I'm pretty sure I can remember who I picked. Yeah, I think I can. You know, once we get there, we, you know, maybe, maybe our memories will be jogged. But uh, week week three, oh, week three, oh, it means we're almost a quarter done. What the fuck? <laughs> it's amazing how quick it goes, huh? I know, right? Well, before we get to that, let me let me talk about something that uh, three people that are listening maybe actually give a fuck about. But if you've listened to any episodes of us, you know that I'm a hockey guy. So, of course, I got to talk about the World Cup of Hockey. Um, 
World Cup of Hockey this year is set up in a, a very interesting way. Um, and do you have any idea how it's set up there, Chris? As far as I had no idea it was even going on. Really? <laughs> Quite, yes. Outstanding. That's that's great. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the way. Uh, well, is this is this basically qualifying for like the Olympics in two years, or what? What is the world? Educate me, Rich. What is the World Cup of Hockey? Uh, it's it's a you know international hockey tournament. It's the third one they've had. Um, it's been twelve years since they had the last one, uh, and it's being held in Canada the, this this time around. Um, I guess it, it, it's just you know a way to to get all the the best players in the world together, have them go in a short tournament, which is part of the thing I want to talk about. It's way different than a season, a Stanley Cup playoff, which is you have to grind it out. These are, you know, two, three games you play. You know, you have play-in games, and then you, you move forward. And it's it's like Olympic games, you know. Everything could rest on one game. Um, so basically the way it's broke down is uh, you have Canada, you have the Czech Republic, Finland, Russia, Sweden, the United States, Europe, and you know, the, the rest of Europe. And then you have North America, which is 23 and under players from North, obviously from North America. Um, the interesting part is Canada and USA were in the same, uh, pool, same group. And basically the way it's been talked about in the hockey world is the USA team was built almost exclusively to beat Canada and they went and they picked players that I'm not really sure they should have picked. Let's just put it that way. Like, I mean, like one of the best players in the league isn't even on the team, you know. And you know, I'm talking about Phil Kessel uh, for you, for, for everybody. Sorry. Um, you know, he's 28 years old. He's from Wisconsin, so obviously he qualifies for Team USA. Uh, he was on the, the 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 Penguins last year, won the Cup, and he wasn't even chosen for the team. And they went with what they called the, the gritty players. Apparently, they wanted to. They picked as us here in Detroit. We remember we had the grind line. They picked a whole team of grind liners, according to some people's opinion. And that really bit them in the ass because they went 0-2 in their first two games, and they're now out of the tournament. And the funny Canada? thing... Canada? No, U.S. The, oh, the U.S. Oh, my which bad. Was, which was picked to be in the finals by a lot of people to be going against Canada. Ooh, so, so perhaps some so, angry people in Las Vegas? Well, what you have is I think the last two times the U.S. went to the Winter Olympics, they ended up with bronze. And these are not teams that should be getting bronze. Um, they also picked a head coach this year, Mike Tortellini. Uh, Tortellini or Tortellini. Uh, Tort Hold on a sec. Let me try that one more time. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do <laughs> Sorry, I'm a, I'm a little tired, dude. I've been up all day. You have Mike Torto Tortorella. Excuse me. Yes, thank you. As a head coach, he's not even a head coach right now in the NHL. Um, 
Sounds yeah. like, is, he, is he a delicious cheese-filled pasta? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, his uh, his ass is getting chewed on. Pretty, I'm pretty sure by uh, U.S. hockey fans. So, you know, there you go. Um, but yeah, it's the way the team was built. They picked guys like Justin Applicator from the Red Wings, and they moved. They put him on the second line. Guys that in this type of tournament, because this type of tournament, if you're a hockey fan, you understand it's win now or go home. And what you want is you want. And I'm an old school hockey guy. I want the, the the big tough, you know, guys. I want the the fucking hulking defenseman to stand people up at the blue line. But this is not that type of tournament. This tournament is you either win, you go home. And this type of tournament, the speed wins and playmakers win and guys that can create space without using the body. And this is absolutely not the team the U.S. has. And it's not it's not the mindset the U.S. hockey team has. And the interesting part is that, like I, like I was telling you, you have Team North America, which is obviously from the North players from the North American continent, twenty three and under. Well, they're twenty three and under. These guys are fucking flying around the ice. I mean, the speed is amazing on this team, and a lot of people who thought they would, you know, be diehard root for the U, you know, the U.S. team are now rooting for the North American team. I'm kind of one of them. I mean, so so you got. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, usually I go, you know, U.S. Canada, once the U.S. is out of it. But I mean, you know, the North American team has has you know a lot of good players on it. You know, a lot of young players from the NHL, and mm-hmm. the once again, it's showing that because, and and this is something. It, it's not international rules. International rules of hockey are different than the NHL rules. They're playing under the NHL rules, so it's a smaller arena, um, et cetera, et cetera. They, you know, they go to overtime. It's not, you know, it's not. It, well, if they go to overtime, it's the shootout now. But you know, back in the day, it was you play until somebody wins in the NHL, which is still that way in the playoffs. I'm sure if it came down to the championship game, they're not going to go to a shootout. I'm. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you, because this kind of snuck up on me. I forgot about this even happening until a couple months ago. So I haven't really put as much time studying it as I, as I would have in the past. But I just find it amazing that you have this brain trust in the, for the U.S. hockey team who sends these guys to the Olympics every four years, who, who we have the World Cup of Hockey this year, an Olympic year, but an off-Olympic year for the, the Winter Olympics, and the U.S. team doesn't win one game. I mean, that's that's an issue right there. And yeah. it's not going to get better until heads start rolling at the top. And that's what you know. If you're if you're a, a you know a hockey fan, that's what's going to start happening. I mean, you, even if even if you know you're just a you know casual hockey fan, I mean. You know, Tortorella is a coach that you recognize the name, even if even if you don't recognize him. Phil Housley is one of the assistant co- you know coaches. I mean, you got guys that there's no reason this team should should play as badly as it played, but it did. And well, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you got you got Jonathan Quick who's won a cup in net. You have Corey Schneider who's won a cup in net. You know, I mean, Jack Johnson. You know, on the, on the defense, who, eh, I mean, he plays for Columbus, but, you know, high, highly touted 
you know, defenseman. Ryan Suter. We all remember the when he was a free agent, you know, the shit that was going to happen. Patrick Kane, him of the mm-hmm. uh, non-tipping the taxi driver. You know, Zach Parisi. This is not a team that should be losing and getting no. swept out of, you know, a tournament like this. So it's just interesting to watch. And as far as international hockey goes, I think heads are going to roll with USA hockey here pretty 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 soon and if not they should and if you're hey if you're one of the five people in the world who actually follows and you're from the u.s who actually follows usa hockey in the olympics you should be pissed off and you should fucking demand that heads roll because there's no excuse for this type of shit it's it's, there's there's no way when you have ben bishop jonathan quick Corey schneider backstopping your team and you can't win one game come on now Come on! Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just—it's ridiculous. And excuse me, Schneider's not Schneider's not from uh, uh, Chicago. He's from New Jersey. Sorry, my bad. But yeah, that's that's my little rant. But anyways, Team North America, awesome team, young team, lots of speed. Uh, just won today, moved on. And uh, yeah, if you're a hockey fan, I don't have to tell you, this team is going to make it exciting to watch. You know, I mean, this has got, this has got, you know, Dylan Larkin from the Red Wings, you know, Jack Eichel, you, you know, so many, Connor McDavid, you know, so many of the, you know, Ryan, New, this is something in hockey that's starting to irritate me. Ryan Nugent hyphen Hopkins. Really? We really need all the hyphenated names in fucking hockey, but you're getting more and more of them. Like this, this is a, this is an excellent young team. So, Hey. It'll be probably the last time we talk about them. <laughs> but if you're a casual yeah. hockey fan and you, and you and you you like good, exciting, fast-paced hockey, tune in Team North America. That's all I'm saying. You're you're, you're gonna you're gonna like what you see. And with that, I end the hockey talk for the next five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what training camp started? You're what tra- you know? Hockey season begins in a couple weeks, right? Uh, I want to say yeah, October. 15th, 16th, something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's usually beginning of uh, October, so well, September's the, almost fucking done. That's crazy. I know that the World Cup is promised not to go past October 1st, so that gives them a couple weeks to do their, uh, uh, you know, to, to get the players back onto their regular teams and, and, and get them some time as far as training camp, so mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. So, anywho... Now that now that we're done with the bullshit hockey, where the fuck to start with the NFL, man? Yeah, I know, right? We're th- we're three weeks in. We're behind. Well, I mean, you brought up an interesting point about if Garoppolo doesn't play, which first with a black quarterback will ever think, start in New England. Well, I think with a separated shoulder, and I think he's played himself into. A, a way better contract than he had before his first two games, one and a half games, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was his agent, I wouldn't let him fucking step on the field with a separated soldier, sh- excuse me, shoulder and go play. Man. So, I mean, I, what, what, is, what does he have to win? If he goes out there and he plays like shit, his stock is dropping. If he goes out there and he gets hurt further, then he's really fucked. Because this is the NFL, and this stands for not for long. If you ain't bringing in the fucking, you know, if you, if you ain't if you ain't 
bringing the shit. If you come in with your with a light ass, you're going to be escorted out of the fucking league very quickly. So, do you think Randy Kraft has told Jim Mercy to suck his cock yet? <laughs> I mean, the Pats are zero and two. Colts are zero, or Pats are two and zero. Colts are zero and two. Well, I think if if I remember our our, our both of our week two uh, picks when it comes to the Colts, I think we both kind of uh, overestimated how how what the Colts were going to do this year. Yeah, because I know we both went over when they played Detroit. I mean, neither of us had had the Colts losing that game. And I did not have them losing last week. I did not have them losing the first two weeks. Period. So, yeah, it's but. Yeah, first black quarterback in New England. Okay, I know there's a joke in there somewhere, especially with mm-hmm. Boston having the history it has. But well, it was like today when I went to a Taco Bell and there was nothing but Hispanic people working here. I'm like, ah, there's a joke in here somewhere, but it's not the day to put this on social media. <laughs> I was like, does this Taco Bell have the most street cred ever? <laughs> That's that was my first thought. <laughs> what, no Del Taco out there? <laughs> uh, this place out here called Taco Time that is delicious. Is it all gringos working there? Uh, well, I mean, I'm out west, so... I mean, generally, there's a Mexican somewhere. <laughs> wherever, wherever I've gone to, to eat, there's a Mexican somewhere. You're in the kitchen or at the register. It's at least one. I think, it's a st- think, think you have to out here. So, I mean, what are your thoughts if... Uh, I don't even know who the backup to... Garoppolo is. Jacoby something is what I want to say. And who's his backup? Some wide receiver? <laughs> yeah, played, I know, right? Who played some guy who, Some guy was the 10th caller on a Boston sports station. Well, I, I saw a picture. Someone said uh, it had a picture of uh, Peter Griffin from Family Guy in his, his patch uniform, and it said, New England signs backup quarterback <laughs> Peter Griffin. And I'm like, well, at this point. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I did uh, – I picked the Broncos because I think uh, Trevor Seaman, I mean, we, we've had the conversation of system quarterbacks. I mean, I think he's, or Simeon, I'm sorry, I keep calling him Seaman. It's quite homoerotic of me. But I think he's showing in Denver that it's, it's just all about the system out there because, I mean, that defense is just, they've won the first two games for him. Well, you know, it's funny you said it because I was going to say, just to backtrack for a sec. Can we talk about maybe, undoubtedly, Tom Brady is a great quarterback. But can we talk about maybe the system has propped him up and has propped up other quarterbacks? Because remember when he went down for that season? I mean, uh, what is it? Was it uh, uh, shit? Well, that's, you're hitting on something Bill Burr hit on this week on his podcast. He wants the Pats to lose the next two games. Because it's going to give everyone who's making the argument you're making credence that oh it doesn't matter it's just all about the system. Matt Castle went in there and won eleven games. Thank you, exactly, Matt Castle, and when he's done exactly dick since he's left there. I mean, he got mm-hmm. paid to do absolutely dick. I mean, that's nice, good for him. But I, I, hey man, facts don't. I mean, the numbers and facts don't lie. You know, yes. They did well with Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Bledsoe went down. Brady stepped in. Yes, Brady's got balls of steel, whatever. However, I mean, Matt Castle, Jimmy Garoppolo, who the fuck, who? You know, before they fucking put their first, their cleat on the field, we were like, who? 
These weren't people that they were, we were like, oh boy, yeah, we can't wait for their fucking debut. Yeah. Like, what? Janine Garofalo's little brother's a quarterback? What? Yeah. I mean, and then you take Randy Moss, you put him in that system, and he has a fucking record-setting year. Uh, I think there's, I think there's some validity to the argument that that the system is uh, propping up these players. Wes Welker. I'll make this argument though: system isn't throwing those balls. The system isn't catching those balls. No, That's no, not at all. And I've, I think we've talked about this before. Uh. Coach Hoodie is fucking ruthless, man. He is, if you do not fit his idea of what he wants at your position, it's bye-bye. He don't care who you are. I mean, probably the only one who has carte blanche to, to, to be who he is and get away with it, and that's because of Kraft, would probably be Brady, and that's about it. Uh, maybe Vince Wilfork. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I said, I, I said maybe. I mean, I know that in in a way, saying that someone is is being propped up because of a system in football is a bad thing. But ultimately, isn't that why you game plan? Isn't that why you have a play, a different playbook for every week of the fucking season? This is you true. You don't just run out there and run the same fucking fifteen plays your first three series and hope you get a touchdown. That's that's not how the the game is played. The Tecmo Bowl method? <laughs> Hand it off to fucking Jackson. Hey, hey, have you seen those commercials, by the way? Uh, Sunday? It's a, I think it's like a Kia commercial, but it's, it's Tecmo Bowl uh, themed and features Bo Jackson. Nice. Running out of the stadium into his Kia. But anyway. I haven't, I haven't seen it on TV. I've seen it online, though. Yeah. But it's, I mean, we'll, we'll see, I guess. You know, or maybe Brady comes back and loses a couple, and that'll that'll stop that argument. Who knows? Well, also, I mean, he's looking at whoever whoever starts for him this week is looking at JJ Watt. Oof, oof. Okay, and if I'm sitting there with a separated shoulder, a separated throwing shoulder, <laughs> he ain't hitting me. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm making I'm buying that offensive line anything they want and making sure they're happy. Because yeah. I, I, I do not want to be on the between the ground and JJ Watt at all that game. That's just how I would feel how I think they're looking at it. But I mean can we also be honest? They played the fucking Dolphins last week. Yeah, the Dolphins are a shit show. Now, the fact that they won against the Cardinals on the road, granted, they only won by a few points, but still. That, that was still huge, man. That was huge. That that's was that was way bigger than last week. Yes, that's 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 what gave them legitimacy in my mind, week one. Most people will argue that's the AFC that's the AFC championship game preview. Again. Wait a minute. Cardinals are an NFC. Er, I'm sorry, Super Bowl is what they okay. were saying. Never mind. Gotcha. Well, I, I don't know if I go that far, but eh, after what the Cardinals did to my poor Bucks, eh. oh, oh oof. yeah, yeah. I, want, I wanted to text you and be like, "Oof, <laughs> hey, man. That was a rough one." Famous Jameis. Famous Jameis was feeling strong after Week One, but yeah. And then of course 
muscle hamster. <laughs> he went down. He's out for three weeks. You called it. Huh, shocking! Oh! <laughs> On the show that nobody heard, I called it. You did. You did. Well, fucking Arian Foster fucked me like I knew he was going to in fantasy football. God damn it. He's, I'll say, always I'll, a, he's, he's always a gamble. He always gets hurt. I'll say this, though. <laughs> After the lost episode we recorded, I was playing Madden, and uh, mm-hmm. Martin did, went down with an injury. <laughs> lost, him for, <laughs> lost him for half the season. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. This better not happen in real life. Suppose he's only gone for three games, so we'll see. Is it me, or does it seem like... Does it seem like NFL players are getting less durable? Is, are us becoming giant pussies? Are the guys hitting harder? Are their PEDs like it? It doesn't seem to me that when we were a kid, th- there were injuries like this, especially injury-prone guys. You well, know, we had a, Mark- we had a good ex- we had a good example here in Detroit of Javid Best. Uh, the guy yeah. could not stay healthy. Yeah, you got another one. Uh, they just lost their running back for the year. Um, shit, his name escapes me off the top of my head because now that yeah, yeah, he's gone for the season. All right, oh, the season that's what I heard today. I didn't know. Oh, I haven't heard. Oh, god damn, yeah. So, so we got, okay, theoretic and Dwayne Washington. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, hey, at least not Minnesota. What? We'll get to that in a second because yeah. yeah. thoughts on that. <laughs> See the thing with like someone like Doug Martin, he's a he's a he's a power he's a power contact back. He's that's that's his style. He's not the elusive Barry Sanders type guy. So I expect his career not to be as long. I don't expect him to be on the fucking injured list as much as he is, but. I, dude, I honestly think it just you got bigger and faster and stronger players, and this is the outcome. I mean, your your average player, average player, not running back, just average player in the NFL has a three and a half year career. And you got to think that's after playing pee wee, after playing high school, after playing at least two years of of college. I mean, that's that's a lot of wear and tear on your body before you ever fucking take a snap as a pro. And then when you when you're in the pros, you're playing against the best of the best. Two thousand people in the world do those jobs, and they're the best two thousand that they can find. This is not the presidential election this year where we just pick two almost two people at random and go fuck it, go ahead. This is this is these owners are not going to put people out there that they don't think are the best they can find. So, I'd like to point out, Jamal Charles got injured week one, <laughs> like he <laughs> fucking always does. Within the first four weeks, that guy always gets injured too. Well, the big injury is is Peterson. Yeah, uh, that's a three month recovery, his meniscus. And yeah, that's we'll see in the playoffs if we get there. I, dude, I'm gonna. I, we need to talk about the fact that I think his career is over. I think. Yeah. I, think I think he's done. He might. I think he's got a bunch of Reggie Bush meh seasons in front of him if he sticks with it at best now when he was the whole switch situation did he get the whole season for that it's fuzzy to me i want to say he did oh no he was injured to me well yeah but then that came and i think 
I believe he got suspended for the rest of that season. And that's really where, because you remember the, after the season he was injured, he came back and set the rushing record. But yeah. I just, I think that, I think the dividing line for him is that, that, uh, that year off that he got, uh, for, uh, I mean, and two, I mean, I'll say it. I think he got railroaded at the, I think that was bad timing. That was literally a week after Ray, or not even a week. I think it was like two or three days after the Ray Rice thing. If, like, yeah, it was real damn close. Like everyone was talking about Ray Rice, and then all of a sudden nobody would shut the fuck up about Adrian Peters. Like Ray Rice had to be like, thank you, thank you. But, you know, like. Well, I will say this. Um, we weren't obviously broadcasting when that happened. Uh, if getting hit with a switch means that you no longer deserve to work for the better part of a year, then no female in my family would have worked ever, because that that was the go-to punishment from every from my great grandmother to my mother. That that was that was it. Go get me a switch, and you come in with a twig. Mm-mm, that ain't good enough. Then go out and pull a fucking branch off the, the fucking tree, whittle it down to where it's just green, put it in water so. It, like, oh, you got to weather it up so it don't chip up on you. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you got this down to a science. Like, beating my ass, apparently, is a full-time job. And a science experiment. So, I mean, I don't agree with beating the shit out your kids, but I, I don't really want yeah, to get into was, the whole thing. We, we, seem it, we seem these days that if someone fucks up, we want to punish them and take away their ability to have the career they had when they fucked up, whether it be someone talking on the radio, whether it be someone in sports, someone in politics. I'm not down with that, man. People fuck up. People make mistakes. Dude's from the fucking South, all right? And everybody in the South, you got beat with a switch. My family's from the South. I was born up here. I got beat with a switch. So it's just, it's what happens, man. What are you going to do? But I, I, I got hit with a belt. Yeah, from yeah. The Midwest. That's how we do it here. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it, son. But uh, yeah, I, and the and I'm sure it went with Adrian Peterson as it went with my folks. It wasn't like ritualistically. Hey, it's four thirty. Go find a switch. You know, it was probably hey. You know, like getting hit with the belt was reserved for when you really, 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 really fucked up. Like mm-hmm. broke something fucked up or left a scar on your sibling fucked up. Like, that kind of shit. And yeah, two, like, I mean, it's, as soon as you got to middle school, you got a little bigger than the old man. It, that, that shit stopped anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, the, it's like the scene in that movie, uh, Don't Be a Menace. You know you fucked mm-hmm. up. You fucked up, you know that, right? You know, I mean, that's, <laughs> yes. that's, like, it's just, that's, it's what happened. But whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. no need to go off on that. But yeah, it's even, there's yeah. an article on NFL.com. Basically questioning if this is Peterson's last little hurrah in Minnesota, let alone as a player. I mean, dude, he's 31 years old. Yeah, I did check. He did. He was suspended the uh, the most of the 2014 season, and that seems to be the the line in the sand for him. Because last year it wasn't that great. I think mean, it wasn't that bad. Oh, but I mean, when the last thing you have to compare it to is. The season where he sets the rushing, or didn't he almost set the rushing record? Yeah. But I mean, when the last thing, it's kind of like what here in Detroit. It's everything after the season where fucking Verlander won the Cy Young, and uh, uh, what else? The MVP. 
Uh, I mean, everything after that, well, uh, you're going to look at it as a disappointment. But, I mean, look at his, look. okay, look at the first two games of this season. All right. Game one, he rushed for 31 yards on 19 attempts for a 1.6 average. Game Against two, the fucking Titans. I, okay, now, granted, he was hurt in game two. On 12 attempts, he had 19 yards for a 1.6 average. His career average is 4.9. Yeah. All right, that's a that's a steep drop off. I mean, that's like you're that's not even a third down back type fucking you, you know yards per carry average. You know, that's not even a full back yards per carry average, and fullbacks a dying position. So, I, I honestly, I I think his career's we're 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 watching the twilight of his career, and hey. The, Lions will sign him in the offseason. Oh, Jesus. Because that's what we do. We get someone who the sun is setting on, and we talk about how it's going to all turn around. And no, we're taking out somebody else's trash. Because that's what we do in Detroit. Good like, times, I, I, I guess. The, 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 the recent signing in my mind where everyone was like, yeah, it's going to be different. Yeah, here we go, was Reggie Bush. I was like... Anyone who is cheering has not followed his career in the NFL up to this point. Because the Lions signed Reggie Bush. I was like, no! What, so he can get injured here and not play a full season here, too? Um, what, did he ever put together a full season here? I honestly, I don't know, dude. He was, he was just, he was there. That, that's it. He was just, oh, it's okay. We had someone who, at one point, a whole city pinned its hopes on. That's, it's that's, like, what, were we just juiced that we, hey, that's someone who's had his dick in a Kardashian. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, I, 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 Reggie. I remember when he got signed. The talk was on local sports talk radio. They're going to use him as a receiving back, and I'm like, okay. And what are you going to, what are you going to throw? You know, throw screen passes to him all day. I mean, he's, I don't know. I, the Lions are the Lions. Is you? I can't even debate that they'll probably sign Peterson in the offseason because, yes, they do tend to fucking take in everybody's trash so they can at least go, hey, we're the SOL, same old Lions. Which, by the, the only way, time that's ever worked in my lifetime was Scott Mitchell. That's it. Yeah, and worked is... Yeah. Well, I was going to say, varying, varying degrees of success. It <laughs> depends on the scene. Yeah. Well, I will <laughs> say for people who might be listening who are not from Detroit... After week one, the hype was, I mean, you could cut it with a knife here in Detroit. Week one and week two were classic examples of the dichotomy of the Detroit Lions. Fucking you know, There are know, no... Oh, I'm sorry, about that? Well, as I say, there, there are no two more cut and dry examples of the, of the team we get. Week one, you got the game. Nobody thinks we're going to win. We're, we're down, you know. 37 seconds left. Stafford looks like a fucking real quarterback for once and drives us down the field, you know, and we win the game. And I don't know. It's When the fourth quarter started last week and we were up 15-3, to three, I was just like, ah, I've seen this movie before. It just, they, they, they weren't playing with the same entity that they were the week before. And I just had that feeling in my gut, and sure as shit, <laughs> they didn't. Since we got up six, as soon as, uh, Tennessee got up 16 to 15. I'm like, that's it. Like, 
this is how this movie ends. We're not getting into field goal range. We're not. We we've given this game away in the fourth quarter. That is what we do. All right. You know, Maryland does crab cakes in football. All right. The Lions give away the game in the fourth quarter. Well, what remind what week one this year reminded me of was the year that in week one uh, a Harrington led Lions beat Green Bay at mm-hmm. Detroit, and everybody was fucking losing their minds out here. Oh, Super Bowl, baby! This is it. This is our year. And it was just from there on out. And <laughs> me and my old bass player will do that every season. If we win the first game, we'll be texting each other, Super Bowl! You know, just totally, like, because we know that's how people are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking with each other. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're going to Super Bowl, man! This is our year! You know? Well, I mean, the talk of, at one point, I thought they were going to take down the Joe Lewis after week one, the Joe Lewis fist, and put up a statue of Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, it, apparently he was, like, just the second coming of, like, Vince Lombardi. So, you know, this is the greatest offensive mind since Mike Martz in the greatest show on turf back in, you know, 2000 or whatever. And, no, no. Yeah. He's, how'd, how'd Mike Martz work out here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and by the way, just, just so everyone knows, Mike Martz, for, I believe, two seasons, maybe it was only one, he had Megatron. He had him the year we... I know he had him the year we drafted him. So it's not like he didn't have the players to game plan with. Was it so, uh, Martz part of the, the Owen 16 regime? That would be year two, I believe, wouldn't it? Yeah, yep. because... Yeah, that'd be that'd be 2008 because 2009 they drafted Stafford first overall. By the way, we need to we need to, this needs to be said. Stafford. The only time Stafford should have been picked first is in the second or third round. This whole he's an elite quarterback. He's not bullshit that that people are trying to push that are that are Lions fans or Stafford apologists really needs to stop. He's a middle of the pack quarterback. Yes, he's he's got heart. He's serviceable, but he's not a guy you build a franchise around. Nope. So, I mean, you know, for everyone outside of Detroit right now is going, yeah, no shit. I'm glad you guys just figured that out. We've known it, but you wouldn't know it if you lived here because people either hate him or love him. There's really no in between. There's very few people that will call in the sports talk, or very few people you talk to that will say Stafford's a middle of the road quarterback. They either oh I love him or I hate him. Because he's not a pile of shit, but, you know, he ain't the second coming of fucking Tom Brady either. He's no. he's exactly what you said. He is milk toast, vanilla, you know, put him with your, uh, oh, put, put him with your Jason Campbells, your fucking, your Alex Smiths, your, uh... Yeah, it just your middle of the road guys. It, right now, we'll even say your famous Jameis. You know, he, he he's got his moments where he looks great, but he's got his moments where it's like ah, it, it, you know. But his excuse is he's at least still new. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, and that's you know that's a fair comparison because just like Stafford, Sta- Stafford and and Winston have a lot in common as far as their pro careers. Winston, okay, no, let's. Let's not talk about his college shit. Let's take that out of the equation for a second. 
Well, Winston at least played his first two seasons. Just just putting that out there. Well, <laughs> Winston has, as far as I've heard, has done everything right in the locker room, in the huddle, off the field since he's been a pro. Ever since he got out of college, he's put all that bullshit behind him, unless he's got some deep, dark secret that's just not bubbled up to the surface yet. He's got the NFL money. He can buy his own crab meat now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was a gift. But, you know, he's he's done everything right. But still, it's just like, as a Tampa fan, I'm like, eh. You've got to show me more than just flashes and, and a game, you know, three or four games a season. I, I just, I, I'm not buying into it. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> here comes her med words again. You play to win the game. Well, I mean, to be fair, if we're going to talk about week two and his performance, that running game is important to Tampa. You take Doug Martin out, you really don't have a running game. And so he just has to fucking heave the ball. And that's <laughs> Arizona knew it. They were like, well, just Play pass defense. They're not going to run the ball. And if they do, they ain't going to get shit anyways. There's no need to fucking stack the line to try to fucking stop the run. Just pull, whatever. Let them get there a little 2.3 yards per attempt. Hit, add it up to over three. Even if they run it three times in a row, they still don't have enough for a first down. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. So, Did you see uh, RG3 was already out of a job by week two? Uh, yeah. Somewhere Rob Parker is, is jumping up and down saying, I told you so, sporty cuts, and all that shit. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know, my CWPFs, my close, warm, personal friends. Fucking <laughs> idiot. My moles are telling me. Shut up, Parker. Jackass. No, but I think uh, RG3 is just like, uh, uh, unfortunately, not career not as long. But I think you could throw him in that, uh, the, 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 let's see, you can't say basket of deplorables, the basket of injured people. Because <laughs> RG3 hasn't been the, the same since his knee, since, since he blew out his knee his first year. Like, you can just see it when you watch a guy play. That ain't the same dude. Well, I, yeah, and I think, I think pressure and the fact that he got injured, and I don't think he's playing – like some like some guys you can see when they get once they get a, a serious injury, they're never the same guy. They always play safe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd say that about him. I think maybe that's in the back of his mind, but also the pressure of, hey, look, this is your second franchise that you're supposed to be the savior for. And he ends up hurt. And it's gonna be in the back of his mind. I don't I don't this is just Irresponsible speculation on my part. I don't see him as the type of guy to bounce back and be like, I'm going to have to prove everybody wrong. Is he hurt again? Or did he just get benched? I thought he got hurt. Oh, because all, yeah, all I know is he started week one and then hit Josh McCown back up there for week two. Uh, the, I used to jerk off the porn, but now I don't, McCowan. Yeah. Somewhere John Menzel is going, son of a bitch. <laughs> All I know is that Josh McCown and John Kittner are, are holding a prayer circle somewhere, and RG3 and <laughs> isn't in it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm not praying for him. <laughs> is John Kittner still playing? 
Oh, he's a coach somewhere. Last time I heard, he was coaching like high school football or something. Oh, thank God. I mean, that, that was our signal caller for 0 and 16, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, but he was also your signal caller for 7 and 2 before the bye week. And then everyone was like, that's it. This is our year. And then they tanked the rest of the season. Wasn't Culpepper involved in 0 and 16, too? Or was he the season before? Dude, that's another team's garbage who we took out. That's another. Yeah. <laughs> Dante Culpepper. So another, another. Everybody was juiced, and again, I was like, "Do you even follow football?" <laughs> like, do you remember? Do you remember for the split second here in Detroit when the talk was they wanted Mike Vick after he got out of prison? I thought that would have been a good move, personally. First, first of all, if any city's going to forgive and forget for some ghetto shit, it's going to be Detroit. Uh, and yeah. I thought that would have been. Thought that would have been an answer to two of our problems at once. Quite honestly, a serviceable quarterback and a run game. <laughs> but but he proved in. Uh, I mean, he had his one good season in Philly when he came back. Uh, but I mean, he also proved too. He he, you know, we, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. It's you know, he was not the same dude after he got out of prison. Well, who would be? Let's be honest here. You know, it should be bigger, more muscular. <laughs> he can't run well, were, fast, but he can run people over now. He's not. You were doing hundred yard sprints. Power. You were doing hundred yard sprints in the yard every day in prison, Mike. Keeping that speed up? <laughs> no, probably not. Unless he was running from the booty warrior who wanted some. No. Hey, Why didn't have you doing suicides? They're like, look here, Vic. <laughs> yeah. We can do this the easy way or the hard way, but I like you and I want you. And I'm going to have you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. He, he didn't run that fast in his combine. But, well, yeah, it's already a crazy fucking, I mean, there's already so many injuries. Uh, it's, but I don't know. I mean, it, should we go over the picks? Because it seems like, generally, uh, to paraphrase Harold and Kumar here, the universe is tending to unfold as it should as far as football-wise. I mean, there's there's nobody uh, that's having a, a, a crazy. Well, I mean, two and zero. Oh, how crazy of a year can you have? But there's there's nobody that's come out of the gate that people are surprised about, and there's nobody that's uh, Well, you know what? I take that back because I think we both thought Philly was going to be a shit show, and apparently not so much. Yeah, definitely. Philly is. Uh, I mean, once again, it's only two games, but Philly is the the team that's actually shocking me a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before we get to the picks, let's uh, literally at five o'clock this afternoon, ESPN, um, Darren Ravel posted an article about a recent poll of Americans by ePoll Marketing Research, excuse me, which said which asked eleven hundred people whose demographics were representative of the general population of the United States. Who is the most disliked player in the NFL? And it was taken last week, and coming in at 29% was Colin Kaepernick. And he won at 29% over, take a wild guess who number two is. We uh, just talk, we, we've talked about him this episode. Number two, Brady? He's on that list, but he's not number two. Number two is Winston with 22%. Why? This is For just... For, for his college rep? For taking crab meat, apparently. Like I said, after I just got done saying 
that ever since he's been a pro, and players and commentators and talking heads have all said the same thing, I'm not alone on this, said he's done everything right since he's been a pro. In the locker room, in the huddle, and as far as, you know, dealing with fans and the city and everything. But now number three should come as no shock if you're a Lions fan. That's Stafford. No, man. Come on, dude. Wait. Lions. Sue? There he is. Sue! 21%. Yeah, 21%. So, I mean, right there, you got 29 for Kaepernick, 22 for Winston, and 21% for Sue. You got a large portion right there as three players who apparently are highly disliked. Then, of course, you got Brady. He has 13%. And Roethlisberger with 10%, which... I kind of think Brady and Roethlisberger. I mean, yeah, Roethlisberger's he's 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 had a checkered pro career off the field. I gotta say, Roethlisberger's probably is he likes to punch strippers. Yeah, he likes to get rowdy in uh, in in the in the bathroom stall with with females. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, I still, he was, I think he was not pleased that there was no sex in the champagne room. <laughs> But I, I honestly think a lot of that coming for Brady and Roethlisberg is probably more so who they play with and the hatred. Because if you hate the Steelers, you hate the Steelers. And if you hate the was Patriots, it, you hate the Patriots. My first reaction to Brady, I was like, ah, that's probably haters. That's probably more people just hating on general principle. But yeah, as far like as... Like I used uh, to. In, in August 2014, or 2014, they did the same poll, and... Uh, this is after the NFL cha- or NFC Championship game. Kaepernick only had a six percent uh, dislike, so I think we all know where this is coming from and for what is. Do we really need to go into it? I don't think so, but I think wow. we all know where this is coming from and what's causing this. But <laughs> so I open up my ESPN app to bring up the Week One results to get ready for the picks. <laughs> I'm reading the most ludicrous headline ever. Lions executive, we are not signing Ray Rice. <laughs> are you fucking... Oh, okay, Internet, you win. I'm clicking. How is this even from... So this is from 14 minutes ago. FS1 reported Wednesday that the Detroit Lions were having serious internal discussions about bringing in free agent running back Ray Rice. But a high-ranking line executive told ESPN's Adam Schefter, we are not signing Ray Rice. Dude, so you know that means we're signing him, right? I was going to say, this is like we have total confidence in our coach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what not, I thought. We're not firing him. Fast forward a couple fucking weeks, maybe even just a week. Weeks, let's say two days. days. Yeah, days, yeah. actually, yeah. My bad. And he is gone. See ya. Yeah. Oh God! Really? This is yeah. This is what the <laughs> Hey, wasn't that just saying Detroit talking? Detroit forgiving and forgetting. Oh, well, we'll I to, mean, we'll have to keep an eye on this one. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> talk about picking up another team's trash. Yeah, I know, right? Good lord! And my concern isn't even his durability. The guy was pretty durable when he played. He's he ain't playing it out of football in three years. Well, I mean, we know he can take a hit and deliver one. <laughs> oh, right? But um bump. So, yeah. Because supposedly that's what started that whole thing was uh, his old lady decided to use him as a punching bag, and he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> so, Wah. Oh, good Lord. 
oh Jesus, dude! Like, like there's not enough. Uh, can you imagine? And this is just me, because all right, look, I'm not down. Obviously, I'm not fucking condoning beating on your 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 wife, your girlfriend, whatever. But at the same time, does does Detroit really need to take that hit with the social justice warriors? I mean, I can already hear people in horn rimmed glasses being triggered on Tumblr and Twitter as as this is as you spoke this into existence. So I just really you know, it'll be like anything else. The people all fired up about it won't even be football fans. It's exactly. Like it's like the people in Washington, D.C. who are all fired up about the Redskins probably don't give two shits about football. Well, that's how it always is. Those, the squeaky wheel is going to get the grease. And, and well, let's be honest, a good portion of people who are probably going to shit all over Ray Rice being signed and playing again for any team don't like football to begin with. And so this is just an excuse to add more fuel to that fire for them. Mm-hmm. So they can, they can go, look at these barbaric people, blah, 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 blah. Don't watch it. Like, everyone acts like you have to watch football. Like, no, you fucking don't. You know, this isn't 40, 30 years ago. There's other shit on on Sunday afternoon. Oh, uh, what are you going to do? You can't You can't argue with, the, with, with those type of people because they're, they define themselves by what they don't like instead of what they actually like. So, you can't argue with that. And they, they, they don't argue that they're right. They just argue that you're wrong if you're on the opposite side of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they never try to prove a point. They just go, "You're wrong. Deal with it." And call True you subjects. Things we'll be talking about uh, on uh, this week's Unregimented, available Saturday <laughs> on iTunes, ChristopherMedia.net. Sure, we'll be covering that line of thinking tomorrow oh. with what's been going on in the country this week. So, all right, after two weeks, you, my friend, are. 18 and 14, and I am 17 and 15. Yeah, well, I think we need a third person that like to, to like we need to have like a third person. Aaron, we need to have Aaron just here. Go by the color of their uniform. <laughs> no, he'll end up picking them like Lisa Simpson. Well, surely a lion could beat a bear. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because we're we're too we're too in lockstep on a lot of these picks, man. <laughs> Yeah, and we're perfect on the college picks. But, uh, you know, is it our fault we know too much about football? All right. <laughs> Someone right now is screaming at their fucking iPhone. Or, <laughs> right. Or their exploding galaxy going, you fucking idiots don't know shit about shit. I could do what you do. And you probably could. Yeah. And in well, fact, if, if you want to be a co-host, send your... Send your <laughs> yeah. Send your air tape. Sporgy. <laughs> I think it's sporgy at ChristopherMedia.net. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Good times, good times. But so, we stand on the mean, precipice of week three. Yes, so... All right. Means I need to open up the ESPN app I just closed again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Thursday. Battle undefeated. Someone's leaving this game with an L. Texans at Foxborough. No Tom Rainey. No Jimmy Garoppolo. Holy fuck. How do you pick this game? Houston minus one. Oh, we're giving the lines? Shit. No, I'm just, I'm just, 
I mean, how do you? I mean, if Tom Brady's playing, you pick the Patriots. But I mean, oof. You got Brock Osweiler versus two guys he has more NFL experience than. <laughs> Just if you add up all the games, you oh no, he played what three games last year? So maybe Garoppolo's got him by a couple. But and like we talked about, no agent worth a shit is going to co-sign and rubber stamp Garoppolo playing. That's going to be a decision that he has to make. But you know that the Patriots are going, Tom Brady would play hurt. Tom Brady would play with this injury. So, Is this the Pats' first home game, or was it last week? Uh, um, their first home game was last week. So this okay, isn't their yep. first home game. Uh, I mean... Uh, I'm going with Texas. I may regret this, but it's we gotta. I gotta default to signal callers here. I mean, at least if it was Garoppolo, I'd flip a coin. Quite honestly, but I think if Garoppolo doesn't start, which more than likely is going to happen, it's going to come down. I think to experience. I think it's going to come down to defense, and I, I, I. This is a bold statement on my, my end, but as of right now, with the Patriots being rudderless as far as a signal caller, and a quarterback is so important as far as leadership, I know a, a defensive captain would slap me in the face very hard for saying that. I'm gonna go with the Texans also. I just move on our part. I just think I just think Watt and company are, are they they smell blood in the water. They sense blood in the water. And three and zero is just something that that franchise wants. Wants, and as much as people shit on Watt, yeah, he's kind of corny. But ultimately, he's one of the best players in the NFL. So he's gonna corny his way into the Hall of Fame the way he plays. Oh, well. it's it, the only way I see New England getting loose in that game is. They double cover Watt the entire game, and the fucking the, the QB makes some lemons out of some lemonade. And that's the only way it, you got to bottle up Watt, you know. But then, but 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 then that you know that takes up an extra guy off of your. Just we're gonna overthink it. Just Texans. I'm going with the Texans. I'm, uh, this is this will be my, my last thought on it. If I'm Watt, I am pulling aside my defensive line and my linebackers and going, you know they're going to double cover me, but I'm going to send one of you guys, kids, to private school for a year if you knock their fucking quarterback out. I'll buy all of your wives diamond earrings. Yeah, so someone's going to make a lot of money whoever knocks the quarterback out. Yeah. Because at that point, it's game over. Yep. Uh, next game, Cardinals, Bills, Cards. I mean, yeah, just even, Cards are one like, and one. But if you go by what you've seen on the field this year, I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on the cards on this one. Uh, Bills are a fucking they're a dumpster fire. I mean, they fired their offensive coordinator after two weeks. Uh, you have Sexy Rexy, who's up there basically saying things like, why am I even still here? And even though he's gives loves, he gives good, he gives good soundbite, the media will turn on him just as quick as they'll, you know, play the sound bites. So, yeah, 
Sammy Watkins and his broken ass foot. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't see Buffalo pulling that one out. But you know, that's that's why we predict them. We'll, we'll see. We'll see come Monday if I was right or wrong. Next one: Raiders Titans. Yeesh. Uh, you know what? Not not so much yeesh. I'm going with the Raiders. If you if you've watched either of those games, they the Raiders got themselves a team this year. They haven't been. I mean, they were getting trucked the beginning of that last game, but they ended up making it a game, and they've done it both times. You know, and they and they came back and won that game. They, they beat the Saints. And they, you can't and, you can't sleep on that, man. I mean, no. I know it's not it's not it's not you know the Saints of five years ago, but you still have Drew Brees, so you I still do. have still have a puncher's chance in the fight. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. And this one is just pure gut feeling and a little bit of hatred for the Saints because they're in the same division as my Bucks. I'm going to go the Raiders. So, yeah. Gotcha. I'm also going the Raiders. Welcome to the sports show where everybody agrees on everything. <laughs> the Brown. Oh, well. Oh, oh, Browns and Dolphins. <laughs> oh. Oh. Can we pass? Hard pass? Oh. Okay, I'll just throw it out to their dolphins. Uh, mm, Browns. Dolphins are pretty banged up in more ways than one. Uh, but uh, yeah, Browns. I'll, I'll dare to be different. Okay. Ravens, Jaguars. Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Oh, here we go. Lions at Lambo. Just call that an L. Come on, dude. We even got to talk about this? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's the pack. Broncos at Cincinnati. Broncos. I mean, that defense is just fucking insane in Denver. Yeah. Be, yeah. Just got to be looking at Houston's way and go, huh? Fire me, huh? All right. <laughs> I want a Super Bowl, dicks. <laughs> yeah, where's your J.J. Watt now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll go Broncos on that one. Vikings-Panthers. Panthers. The surprisingly 2-0 Vikings. See, I'm going with the Panthers, too. You got, you got Peterson out. You have you have the... I, I know they're 2-0, but you, you still have the question mark at, at quarterback mm. as far as, you know, big games. And this is the biggest game yet, so, yeah. Next, uh, you have the divisional battle. Yep. Giants, Redskins. Giants. Giants. I mean. Or, or as Chris Berman would say, the G-Men. <laughs> I think the Redskins are playing right into ours and the rest of the sports media's hands. And I use the term sports media loosely when I talk about us. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> the Redskins, uh, they've started playing decent teams. And, well, 0-2. You know, they, they got into playoffs last year on... Strength of schedule or lack thereof. They are who we thought they were. Yes. Oh, here you go, dude. Rams Bucks. Oh wait, you gotta pick a team. No, we picked the G Man. Rams Bucks. Okay. Now this is an old school matchup as a Buccaneers fan. Because Buccaneers didn't like the LA Rams back when they were in LA before they moved to St. Louis. And they didn't like him once they moved to St. Louis. Because in the, what was it, 99 divisional 
uh, NFC Championship game, it was like 12 to 9. The Rams got in. The Bucks shut mm-hmm. in. The greatest show on earth, or turf, excuse me. Um, not that this Bucks team has any connection to any of that. It's just, this is a homer pick. It's the first time I've done this this season. Probably won't be the last. But the Rams are just hot garbage, man. And it's my Bucks, so I'm, t- I'm picking the Bucks. I'm also picking the Bucks because just watch the two teams play. Who's the better team, even without Doug Martin? Tampa Bay. Seahawks 49ers. I'm going Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. They're at home. It's Russell Wilson with his Super Bowl ring versus Blaine fucking Gabbert. So, yeah. And the, and the 49ers wishing that uh, Jesus and Khakis was still out there. Mm-hmm. Jets and Chiefs. I, I'm gonna let you go first because I'm gonna get accused of something once I say my pick. I'm just, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll say that. <laughs> Jets are healthy. Chiefs are already on their backup running back. Jets. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm 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 going Chiefs. And I I know somewhere if there's a fucking Jets fan listening, he, he's gonna fucking bias against us. I have nothing against the Jets. I really don't. I know I've picked against them, but I just, I'm just going to go Chiefs. I don't know. It is what it is. Chargers, Colts, uh, Chargers. I I have to say Colts on this one, man. I cannot believe the fucking Colts are going to go 0-3. I, I, I mean, hey, fuck it, they might, but I just gut feeling Colts. And that's what it comes down to. Battle of Pennsylvania. Another battle of undefeated teams. I believe it's the only... It's the only other one this week. Steelers-Eagles. Steelers. My gut just says Steelers. Yep, yep. Sorry to my boy Eric from Philly, but uh, Steelers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Carson Wentz and Ben got in a fight. Ben would win. <laughs> And then, There's and then, cowboys. And then feel them up in the in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Punch them. Bears cowboys. Cowboys. Only because they're at home. I'll, I'll give it to the cowboys. And the bears, they're just, they're a shit show this year. Yeah. What's his face needs to go back to huffing and puffing on top of his fucking kind of hot wife. Hey, you get to have sex with Kristen Cavallari. It's not all bad. Mm. Yeah, throw some bolt-ons on her and yeah, maybe we'll talk. That's yeah, true. Feed that bitch a sandwich. Yeah, she's a little skinny for my taste. Yeah, same here. But, you know, hot is hot. You know. <laughs> my penis knows what's up. All right. Monday, September 26th. Classic NFC South matchup. Falcon Saints. Now, this one, I'm, I'm going uh, with my gut here. I'm, I'm kind of using your Colts philosophy here. I don't see the Saints going 0-3. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, but, I mean, this one's a hard one for me because as much as I hate the Saints, I hate the Falcons even more. Uh, <laughs> the, the Falcons are like the... The the, the Falcons are the uh, Anthony Jeselnik or whatever, that, could, that, that shitty comedian who has way too much confidence for no good reason. They, they, they just... <laughs> They, 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 they don't deserve to be as cocky as they are. On top of that, I, I have a couple friends who are Falcons fans, and I get to hear from... 
By the way, I haven't heard from him since week one. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heard a whole lot of shit before week one. Uh, week one came and went, and we're we're we're, we're on the pre- uh, on the precipice of week three, and I haven't heard shit from them. So, yeah, it's amazing how that works. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm picking the Saints on that one. All right. Well, I guess now we 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 head on to our local college picks. Here we're perfect. Now now it starts getting tough. First we'll go with. We'll go with the easy one. Or, yeah, we'll go. With the, we'll start with the easy one. Michigan, Penn State. Penn State's not even ranked. They're two and one though. Michigan, three and zero. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, and we're at the big house. Exactly. That's yeah. Don't bring that kiddly diddler program in here. Yeah, they're gonna get. They're gonna get the spanking that uh, they deserve. Penn State's gonna get Sanduskied. I mean, yeah, I was trying to avoid saying that, but fuck it. If you're going to throw this on the table, yeah, I'll, I'll go all in. It's a podcast. Say what we want. And then, uh, all right, here's a toughie. Michigan State, Wisconsin. State's ranked eight. Wisconsin's ranked 11. Uh, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Both undefeated. Both Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, you know what, though? I mean, State's at home. In a situation like this, I mean, yeah. In college, I default. I, I, I kind of don't go by my uh, my quarterback rule because you don't fucking know half the time with these dudes. You know, a case in point: four or five years ago, you asked anyone in Ann Arbor, Denard Robinson was going to be an elite NFL quarterback. You know, now he's the fucking backup running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that's why I'm glad so, I live outside of Ann Arbor at that point, because I'd have fucking laughed my ass off if I heard someone say that. So Remember Kate Forcier? How, how's he doing? May, may, the force, <laughs> may, may the Forcier be with you? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, what program is he playing at? Oh, none. <laughs> Just same one we're playing at. The NFL. Actually, I heard, <laughs> actually, I heard he's starting a podcast. <laughs> But yeah, I'm defaulting to the home team here, State, Michigan State. I, I've made no bones about it, and I've never hid the fact on this podcast that I'm a I'm a U of M fan. Uh, don't really like State. However, uh, they've I don't think they've played to their potential this season, and I think this is the game where they're going to pull that all together and they're going to go. You know what? Fuck it. What the fuck has anyone else besides Ohio State done in this conference in the last couple of years? It's gut check time, and I think they're going to rise to the challenge. So I think it's going to be State, and I think it's going to be big on State's end. And if you recall from a couple of years ago, isn't this the first time they're playing since that uh, championship game where State blew it right at the end? Like, don't they owe Wisconsin one? Yeah, and, and State loves, loves the disrespect card. They love to wear that chip on their shoulder. So that is... uh, You can say what you want about that program, but that is something that is now part of the culture of that program. And that gets shit done, for better or for worse. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Gonna go with State on that one. All right. That being said, we're gonna wrap this bitch up, tie a little bow on it, and, uh, yeah. 
everybody who's listened at uh, iTunes. You know, you, you know, listening's only have to battle with iTunes. You got to rate, and you got to leave a comment because apparently iTunes factors that in. Also, I found out today. Here's an interesting factoid: it has nothing to do with sports, but everything to do with podcasts. Forty-five percent of all podcasts are listened to through the iTunes Media Player. Forty-five hmm. percent. The other fifty-five percent is split up amongst everybody else. So yeah, when you're on that iTunes store, it's important that you rate and comment as well as listen. You know, make sure you subscribe too. You know, don't just don't just rely on us to post it and tell you when it's there. Subscribe to it helps us out. Uh, at Sporgy underscore podcast on Instagram and yeah, we're on Facebook, but they won't promote our posts because we have orgy in our name. So fuck them. <laughs> if you're listening. Thank you, and we'll catch you next week. All right, later, guys. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening christopher media let's make some noise thank you for visiting christophermedia.net 